Hi, creepy friends. We are so excited to share that we are now on Patreon. So if you've ever shared this show with a friend, gotten some value from the advice we've given or wondered, how can I support a show that I love? Then please consider supporting us on Patreon. When you support our show for just seven bucks a month, you'll have access to our Patreon community and enable Scope Creep to continue our mission of helping you build a business that's good for your mind, body, and bank account. Scope Creep will always be free wherever you get your podcasts, but your support means we'll be able to continue to produce this show and bring you more content to help you build your business. To support Scope Creep, head to patreon.com slash scope creep. That's patreon.com slash scope creep. And now here's the show. Welcome to Scope Creep. This is a mini episode where we're answering your questions and sharing listener stories before we dive into season two of the show. So Jamie, I am excited to hear your response to this question because I feel like this is something that you really nail, especially when we talk about imposter syndrome. So this Scope Creep listener has a question about persistent self-doubt. They say, how do you deal with self-doubt that doesn't go away despite decades of experience? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think everybody wants to know the answer to this because it's a very natural human, human response. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think it's unrealistic to be like, and you'll never feel self-doubt again. That's not true. Right. We know that. I think it's more so knowing yourself and knowing, okay, I'm probably going to experience these feelings. These are the things that trigger me mm-hmm. into that space. And then how do I deal with it when it happens? Yeah. Personally, I actually dealt with this a little bit last week and I'm excited to share it because I, I have a hard time like framing this and it'll help me to talk through it. But I was working on a project, I guess last week, and it's a strategy project. I was working on it for about three days straight, just trying to like solve a problem. And I was like, how am I, how do I say this thing I'm trying to say? And I felt like I could not make progress. Hmm. Well, at the end of the day, I still had made progress. And then I drove across town in Nashville rush hour traffic, if you know, you know, yep. and to go to a yoga class that I was like, this is going to make me feel better. This is going to make me feel like it's going to make me process, you know, it's going to calm me down. It's going to get rid of the anxiety, all of that. Well, I get there. And I left all of my yoga clothes and my yoga mat and everything at home. So then I was like, Jamie, what the hell is wrong with you? Right to, Get right to the together, bar. Girl. <laughs> yeah. So I was, well, that was one option. That was one option. But it's like, yeah, I had the self-doubt. I was like, here's how I'm going to fix it. And then I like fucked that up too. And then I was like, now I feel even more self-doubty. And I know it's like irrational and just kind of spiraling at that point. Mm-hmm. So option one was to go to the bar. Um, I did not. I I fought the earth and I drove back across town to my house. And I, when I got here, I was like, what am I going to do the rest of the evening? It's like five o'clock. And I was like, I don't really want to work out now, but I, you know what? I'd probably feel better if I did. So I did work out. I got on my bike and did one of the hardest workout classes that I know I can do Nice. because I was like, I need to prove to myself that life is hard and I can get through it. And that like, even in those moments of self-doubt that you're doing hard work and you're kind of struggling with like, am I good at this? Doing something that's hard that I know I can do helps me prove that to myself. And it basically just like helps me trick my brain into Mm. being like, "Mm, I don't love this, but like you can do hard things. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) I don't know, it just, it really helps me shift my perspective and just finding those hard things that you're good at and doing those when you're feeling 
in that self-doubt space, that really helps me personally because it's building that proof that I need, that I don't know I need, but I need. Yeah. (laughs) And you're tapping into a really powerful thing, which is that mind-body connection, right? I can remember falling in love with lifting weights in a way that I didn't expect to because I found that the ability to lift increasingly heavy objects and like, you know, feel that strength in my body, I carried that with me psychologically then out into my work. And I love nothing more yeah. than a heavy lifting session pre pre negotiation call later in the day, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, get you yeah. kind of amped up. And I know that's not for everybody, but I think you're just getting at this idea of like, how do you, when you're feeling that way, tap into spaces in some way that provide an exception to that way of thinking? Yeah, absolutely. Like finding the things that you're good at and that you can grow in alongside of these things in your professional life that you might be struggling with. Like if you're struggling with a problem, what's something that it's not an easy solve. That's not really gonna, that's like a band aid. but like, what's a hard thing that you're really good at that you can do and remind yourself that, oh, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Liz, I also think it's important to have a friend or a colleague or somebody in your corner that can gas you up in those moments. Like I know you've been that for me and I appreciate it deeply. But when I have to do the thing that I'm dreading, I'm like, Liz, just give me the strength. Um, (laughs) So having those people in your corner, that'll just be like, you're a amazing, beautiful angel fish and you're going to crush it. Uh, Whatever ridiculous shit they're going to say. Agreed. Agreed. I love that. I think for me, something that helps me when I get into this kind of like rut of thinking is to remember that I am not my thoughts. And I am not my feelings. And try to kind of separate the emotional experience of worry and doubt and anxiety that I might be feeling for whatever reason and realize that I can have an episode or even chronically feel that way. But that does not mean that's, you know, going to define me as a person. And I think that just gives me some freedom to be and accept myself in different ways and not have to feel like I'm always confident to just sit with the reality, except that sometimes I feel like I can't do hard things. Sometimes I feel like my work is shit. Sometimes I get up and I don't want to do any of my work. It's really easy, at least for me, to assume that the problem is the self-doubt and not the situation. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's Mm -hmm. not true, right? If you are in a career or a job or personal situation in your life that feels incredibly hard all day, every day, that is not an ideal situation to move through life in, right? And so there are times when a challenge is great and I welcome it, but I also like have had that experience and I know you have too, like where you're in your groove, you're in your lane of genius and the work you're doing is I feel like I kick ass in this most of the time, sometimes not, but most of the time, and it makes me pretty happy. So if you are going through life without any of that, that might not be self-doubt and I don't know what it's like for for this listener but it could also be I don't know kind of a call to take a step back and look at your whole situation and say like is it me or am I just in a situation that is setting me up to feel like this and to fail yeah and then if it does feel like you're in that situation it's all about setting a plan to get out of it like if it's if it's a retainer that makes you feel that way for example I need to start searching for another retainer to replace this Mm -hmm. and phase this out Mm -hmm. and kind of identifying what's making me feel that way that's so that's so good I love that therapist Liz just showed up (laughs) yeah and I also know you know people who are stuck in a corporate environment with really dysfunctional leadership who don't miss an opportunity to try to take them down or, you know, kneecap their confidence. 
that's a that's not a you problem. That's, you know, that's a leadership problem that might be contributing to how you feel and you're ultimately responsible for your feelings. But I do think that sometimes, especially when we're talking about self-doubt and lack of confidence with women, just like the imposter syndrome conversation, we really tend to put that all on the individual. And I think sometimes that's misplaced. Thanks for tuning into this Scope Creep mini episode. Until next time, stay creepy. Stay creepy.